outside, let your body talk to What are your plans for Valentine's Day? <laughs> um, I'm going to see Birds of Prey. Really? Yeah. By yourself? No. Oh, someone has real plans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A little sorry or whatever. How, how recent is this? Do you want to disclose? Is this like a first date? Is this... Someone you've already known for a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't answer my question, but <laughs> that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I say though, there's a there's a time and a place to get all up in Huey's business. This uh, <laughs> this intro is probably not the best. Nah. But, um All right, so that's I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. You have a a Valentine. I have yet to have one, um, and that doesn't look like it's going to change this year. So I'm just keeping up with the tradition. I think this is like the first time I've had a like for real, for real Valentine that was like a full on romantic interest. You know, maybe I don't. Never mind. Have you had Valentines before? Yeah, but um, you regret not not say regret. They just weren't like no way. Because I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's been so many, <laughs> so many. Yeah, I've 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 been alive for twenty nine of them motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this is like the first time I've had like an official Valentine in a while. Okay. All right. That's in cool. a while. Hmm. So I don't know if you remember. It was like a couple of years ago. I think I had asked somebody to be my Twitter Valentine, and you just happened to be that person. <laughs> this was like a good what two years ago? I think <laughs> two. It wasn't last year. That feels like it was forever ago. It was actually. It was a. It had to be 2018 because I remember saying... 18? Why does it feel like that's like 2016? Like, <laughs> that feels like I, it was forever ago. That was around the time when we had just kind of started, uh, you know, being being friends on Twitter. Because I remember talking about it on the What About Your Friends live show. Yeah, that's a lot of details that you cannot expect me to remember. I mean, it's okay. I feel like out of out of the two of us, I have a better, uh, a little bit of a better better memory. But that's I will give fine. you that. I I would definitely hand that trophy over to you, pal. <laughs> All right. So now that um, now that we know Huey has plans, Frankie doesn't. Um, <laughs> I think it's just time we should just we should just get into the episode. So, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of House of Hughes. Coming from the House of Emancipation, my name is Frankie. And from the House of St. Savage, it is I, Huey. What's good? See, I would ask how you're doing, but clearly you are doing better than me since you have Valentine's Day plans, so... (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I I assumed, I assumed. Um, in some ways and kind of horrible in other ways, and kind of in the middle in other ways you know life is an experience full of smaller experiences and those experiences do seem to balance out so you have a way of words because that is like a whole bunch of nothing but i understood everything that you said (laughs) well i think you're just better with words i have a better memory that's it's it's why this friendship works (laughs) oh my gosh stop shading yourself friend (laughs) yeah so i'm doing great thank you so much for asking um yeah i can't i think (laughs) i feel like it's been like a weird uh a week full of uh just it's been real nonchalant and 
nothing really exciting has happened, which is why the timeline this week isn't going to be all that crazy. Well, um, a we're few gonna... things happened, but they weren't that big. Oh, you mean in like in life, in my life? Well, uh, or I on... mean, this, this this past week, this little recap. Uh, personal life has been chill. I mean, I haven't really done much. Oh, we had a premiere for chapter two for the the season three premiere. Um. And it's going to be dope. The third season will be streaming on their website um, starting next week. And I think it's like a 4 or $5 a month subscription or some shit like that. So, yeah, that's coming. Um, had a good time, and it was really good. And, yeah, I'm excited about it. All righty. Shout out to, to your um, <clears throat> to your to your castmates and your, gang, your production gang. team. Harry Cam Productions in this bitch. <laughs> a lot of real handsome men in there but i won't get into all that today <laughs> just go, just go watch chapter two and you guys will enjoy uh you guys will see huey uh giving us some of his best acting no that's a lie um that oh, was, excuse me you are a talented actor you said some of my best that was my first um and it's funny like seeing my, my first scene in this season compared to the first scene that I shot for last season, which was my first time filming ever. Um, so much better. We think is that really, a, is that really the first time you've, you've done like any acting? I feel like you've done mm-hmm. something other than that. Mm-hmm, that was the first time Kennedy came out first, but that was my first time actually was on chapter two. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Alrighty, well, uh, let's go right into let's go right into music box, and then we'll uh, ease on into this little timeline before we play this game. Um, so, music box. I'm gonna start it off. Uh, I just kind of discovered this song yesterday. My Bluetooth was acting up in the car, and um, so I had to put on the radio, and that's like a rare occasion. I barely do that these days. And I heard this Billie Eilish song called "Everything I Wanted." And it's not on her album that uh, the album that uh, that just won a Grammy or whatever or several Grammys. It's a, just a a new single, but it, apparently it came out a couple months ago, and I actually really really like it. Um, it's real dark, like the lyrical content is very dark. Uh, the video's pretty cool, um, and I like the way she sounds on it. It's a little bit different from like the the usual that I've that I kind of know her for, but. Um, Apparently, I'm just late to the party because this song has been out for a couple months, but I just heard it for the first time yesterday and, and watched the video. So if uh, if you like dark, mellow music, go check that out. Billie Eilish makes me want Adderall lollipops. Um, Adderall? What? It, is that a thing? I don't know, but it just sounds like a thing that she makes me let's, think about. Let's Google they probably do got them for like little badass, like the small kids that can't take pills. But I don't know. Like she just, if there were a such thing as Adderall lollipops, I feel like the kids who brought them to school, like they will listen to her music. <laughs> I mean, I will say this: my like, I, I I listened to her album once, and I tried to give it another listen a couple of days ago. Um, it's not bad really- at all. It's not bad at all, but I just, I know it's not something that I, I'm like, I will always be in the mood for. Um, I think the production's good and I think the lyrics are good. I like the, you know, I like what she sings about, but as far as like wanting to hear it all the time, it's just not my kind of thing. Um, but I do really like this, you know, this song, Everything I Wanted, because I feel like it has potential to be like a dance kind of song even though she doesn't really sing with like a dance kind of energy um i think Alicia Keys she looks like it. she makes adderall lollipops she makes adderall lollipops she looks I mean, like I, she makes adderall lollipops that's a good plot for an indie movie <laughs> right some girl just trying to help the kids in the neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, see, I'm giving, I'm giving away all these concepts. Someone's gonna take it now. I mean, shit. Actually, I gave it to the world. You just co-signed. Thanks. There we go. Shout out to our international <laughs> listeners. I, I looked over, um, over the week to, you know, at the numbers and stuff, and I noticed we got a few, uh, a few different countries listening to, uh, to House of Fuse. So shout out to you, whoever you are. 
Gang gang got the hammer and the wrench. <laughs> so what have you been listening to? Um actually this little ditty by the one and only Dion Warwick, written and produced by the legendary Holland Dozier. Holland, uh you're gonna need me. Uh you guys might have heard that sampled in throwback from Confessions uh by Usher. From the Confessions throwback from Usher's Confessions album. I do remember that, yes. Yeah, the song that sampled of that it's Dion Warwick and again Holland Dozier Holland. Holland. Um, but no, that song is really dope. Uh, she sang her face. They wrote and produced their asses off. Um, so yeah, if you have a chance, check that ditty out. Uh, it's old school. It's real R and B ish, you know, for especially for Dion. Um, yeah. I say, was that was that shade? No, because you know Dion oh, okay. was you know uh uh Bacharach and How David. Got you, got you, got you. So, like, she was real, you know, if you see me, elevator music, walking down. Um, that was a... That was, oh, okay, yeah. all right. Uh, got to be real, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if we're going to reboot anything, I'm still right? being heard. I'm still relevant. <laughs> Shout out to Andrea Lee. Um Alrighty, so let's go right into perfect score. So the Oscars uh, aired last night. I mm-hmm. don't, re- I don't necessarily uh, watch the Oscars, or I mean, I didn't last night. But um, one of the things that stood out to me was uh, this, you know, this fun little moment. So my perfect score is going to go to Matthew Cherry. He was the director mm-hmm. of a little short, um, short film called Hair Love, and it won the Oscar for best animated short film. So. Um, so he gets a nice perfect score for that. Have you watched Hair Love? I have not. It's on my list of things to watch. It's been on my list of things to watch. I just haven't gotten around to it. I saw I've seen clips <clears throat> on on Twitter and I've been meaning to watch it because I, I maybe I should I should have Googled this before I before I said it. I was like, what movie was it? Um what movie did it Because, uh, you know the short films always, you know, come on before the big movies. Um I'm trying to figure out what movie it was associated with. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was. Let's see. Okay, so the film was shown alongside the Angry Birds movie too. Mm. And then it was uploaded to YouTube like a couple months later. So, um, okay, so I guess check it out on YouTube. Yeah, some of this. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, Issa Rae's in it, and um, I think she uh she does like voiceover f- for it. But um, yeah, so I thought that was a real special moment. I appreciated um, uh, his speech and the uh, the producer forgot her name too. Oh, Karen Rupert Tolliver. Uh, they both accepted the award the award last night, and um, they both gave some really humbling speeches. So shout out to mm-hmm. them. And uh, yeah, let's go right into this Oops. timeline. So. Not much has happened, or at least not much has happened that I feel like I need to, you know, discuss. Wait, with you guys wait, wait! Before we leave, before we leave the Oscars, really quick. Oh dear! It was a few things that I I am privy to. Number one, Janelle Monae opened the show, and it was weird, and then it was kind of dope, but then it was kind of weird, and then it got dope again. But it just felt very awkward. Um, but it was a great performance, and she sounded great. It just felt it was felt weird uh and what's his name joaquin phoenix yes he's all right with me um his acceptance speeches lately have been very uh dope to me uh james corden and and rubber wilson need to sit down uh and i think that's it and not Oscars related, but kind of Oscars related. Uh, that Cynthia Erivo genius Aretha Franklin looks like it is going to be comical. See, I wasn't going to say anything about that. Um, but obviously I, Twitter got to it. The trailer was hilarious. And the first thing I noticed was the music choice. It was very weird. And somebody else pointed that out as well. I was just, what is this? Huh? And since when, like National Geographic, since when do they do historical 
Wait, since when do they do this kind of programming on National Geographic? I feel like people are are kind of jumping on the bandwagon of uh of trying of like the whole like clickbait and people uh watching stuff to drag it. I feel like all these networks are kind of like uh are are are, are jumping on that because Twitter obviously knows how to make a you know make a little topic just become the biggest thing you know we've done it with uh tyler perry movies uh we've done it with uh these conservative women posting you know nonsense on their accounts so i feel like these networks that obviously aren't really known for these kind of uh these kind of productions i feel like they're they're kind of jumping on that bandwagon because it does it, it does kind of almost feel like they like a joke and i guess that's you know and there's some problems with that so when i saw the pictures i was like this doesn't look like it was meant to be a serious thing but Mm -hmm. um you know but that's that's all i'm gonna say about that um yeah it just looks we'll see uh we'll see Alrighty then. So okay, so let's go right into the timeline. It's gonna be short this week because we're gonna play a game and try to have some fun this episode. Um so over the past week, I feel like this has kind of been like the number one story, um, or at least the number one thing that I've been seeing a lot of mixed opinions and a lot of like hurt feelings about. So um so there's a viral clip of Gail King interviewing Lisa Leslie and in this clip, she's asking Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant and the alleged um, rape case uh, that was like back in the early 2000s. I believe this was like, what, 2001? Um, and a lot of people had an issue with Gail King asking Lisa Leslie these questions. Um, Lisa Leslie, you know, in the most uh, calm, respectful or respectable way, she kind of said, like, you know, I think it's time that we, you know, stop talking about, uh, stop talking about this issue and we kind of have moved past it. Um, and I feel like Twitter didn't necessarily have that same kind of feeling. I mean, there are some people that, that agreed. They were like, you know, why are we still talking about this? Um, he's gone now. There's, you know, that, that was, it was so long ago. Um, are people doing this for for attention? Are people doing this for for clicks and you know, or whatever? Or is it you know? Or is this something that that should be discussed you know? So after somebody passes away, um, I mean, I'll say this because obviously the topic of sexual assault is not an easy one, um, but regarding Kobe Bryant specifically, I feel like back in the day when all this stuff was going on, he did release an apology and that apology, whether you believe it was, you know, that was like his team or if it was genuine, I think the apology came from a place of, of, of him holding himself accountable. Um, and obviously nobody, not me, not, you know, the journalists, not the media, we don't really know exactly what happened um, other than he, other than uh, he did cons- not say consent. I don't want to use that word. He did admit to being like unfaithful to his wife. So as far as the rape uh, allegations are concerned, I feel like that is an issue that, um, you know, is should be kind of left between him and, you know, and the, the, the woman who's, you know, who was involved in that. Um, I, I, don't want to say that we shouldn't cancel Gail or Oprah because I feel like people have a right to be angry with certain questions being asked um, regarding certain people. Um, obviously, I don't necessarily feel that way about people like R. Kelly because that's a whole different that's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different kind of extreme, and he's still here with us, and he deserves to be you know to face consequences for that. Um, but regarding the whole Kobe Bryant thing, I do question the timing of these journalists and these people that are asking, because it, it, for me, it just like, it, it, it didn't really make sense for, for Gail King to ask Lisa Leslie, these kind of questions regarding Kobe. Um, it's just, that's, that's just how I feel about it. Um, as far as the whole, you know, Gail and Oprah trying to bring down black men, I don't really have much of a, of a, 
of a, of a dog in that fight. So I wanted to ask you what your thoughts were on it. Uh, I thought it was tacky. I did. Uh, I, and that's where it just kind of stops. I, I thought it was kind of distasteful. Not to have a conversation about that, but I don't know. It just seemed like the way it was asked and presented. Um, and it seemed like she kind of was pushing and prying a little bit. I don't know, but I, I just thought it was tacky. And I, I said it, well, not said, but realizing that it's television, that it could have just been, it was edited to make it seem that way, or it just was either way. I, I, I don't know. I was just like, ew. I get the people upset on both sides. I don't want to tie it into any big conspiracy things as far as, oh, her and Oprah out to destroy black men, yada, yada, yada. Excuse me. Their behaviors will speak for themselves in totality. All you got to do is sit back and watch. But it, I just thought it was, uh, and then a lot of people always, you know, you don't know good journalism and, you know, she's doing what a good journalist does. I'm like, it's still tacky. And I feel like there's a, a difference between good journalism and being invasive and thinking that just because, you know, Kobe Bryant was a public figure that it's okay to, you know, really bring certain things up around this time. Like there's, a way that you could have said, what would you say to, you know, the media who want to keep bringing up, you know, bad parts of his past, like, you know, something like that. But I don't know. I just, I just feel like, and you kind of alluded to it too. Like they're kind of, I just feel like they're jumping on everything like really soon. It's really just quick. And it's like, I don't, I don't, and it's not just Kobe. It's just with anybody when like a celebrity, or somebody remotely famous passes away and it's a lot of media attention around it. I just feel like I don't feel like you're doing anything conducive for the people who are like are directly affected and, and trying to to learn how to cope and, and deal with this shit. And miss making, you know, home going service arrangements, all that like it's a lot going on. I don't feel like the media helps in any way when families are mourning their loved ones and just because that loved one was famous now their grieving process is like they can't just have a regular grieving process like they they can't escape this person anywhere they can't just say i want to go watch tv in my mind off no you can't you can't just get on on twitter and social media without seeing it over and over again so i don't know i just feel like everybody should just shut up and let the family handle their stuff and Stop making somebody like it's a lot of living celebrities out here doing dumb shit. Let the dead ones be dead. You know, you can give them some flowers, a little picture on the television screen or whatever. But like, let these people rest and focus on these idiots because they're out in abundance. Mona does a good job at covering that. Like, I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with everything. Everything you said. Um I think there, no matter what kind of like uh, job you have or you know whatever field you're in, there has to be some kind of there has to be some kind of sense of responsibility, right? Whether you are a news correspondent or a journalist or you know interviewer, uh, even even podcasting, right? Like there has to be a certain level of you know, of respect that you have when it comes to addressing issues, right? And cooth and, and decorum, and, where is it? Right. And and also, you know, when it comes to who you're asking these questions to, you know, it's, you know, not to say that, it, that you know, if she asked, like, somebody in his family would be more acceptable, but it's just, like I said, the timing of it and also the fact that you're asking somebody who wasn't necessarily... Um, you know, who wasn't necessarily involved in that case from, exactly. you know, from so long ago. It's just, um, it just made me kind of side eye, you know, that moment. And yeah, people, people get it wrong sometimes. And I think it's a, I think it's a teachable moment towards, I mean, for people that are, you know, that are looking to always kind of have like the, 
people that are trying to get the scoop, people that are trying to get the, you know, the the viral interview because Gail King has had those before, especially with with R. Kelly. Um, but obviously there's, you know, every situations vary and it's just kind of like about timing and stuff. So I feel like, yeah. you know, I don't really have much of a say as far as uh, them trying to bring down black men, but it did make me kind of side eye like, you know, maybe this wasn't maybe this wasn't it. Maybe this just, you know, maybe you got it wrong this time. And I'm allowed to have that that opinion about somebody, especially, yeah. you know, regarding, uh, you know, a clip that is that is viral. I feel like the question, like you said, it just kind of it was tacky and it lacked decorum. So um, to me, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, now I am nobody's journalist uh, or anything of that nature. I can't even do a podcast episode without saying, um, but, <laughs> but no, like us. it just I I I I just feel like I said to me in, in my personal taste I just thought it was tacky and unnecessary and the optics of it were like you said were very weird like why are you asking Lisa Leslie like what what does I don't I don't I don't know. And it does lend itself to a bigger conversation about sexual assault and things like that. But there's a time and there's a place and there's a, a, a medium. And I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know, everybody should just be mindful. Of, like, not just Kobe, but other people. Like, th- these families are grieving. This lady done lost her husband and her daughter. Right. Like... I'm pretty sure she's tired of seeing shit on television. Her damn so like, can I get a break? <laughs> like, uh. So I don't know. It, I just uh, it. It's no reason to send death threats to ladies' way now. Now it, I will say that the the reactions were like Snoop Dogg's. I didn't want to laugh because it was so offensive, but I chuckled a little bit. Ari Lennox express a heart. I cracked up um, and her apology was, was really nice. I believe it was very long, uh, but I think she, she, she meant it. Uh, social media. It was just funny that everybody being mad, but it was no reason for y'all to be like threatening her and stuff like that. Like, please, y'all probably talk about our stuff on Twitter on the daily basis. Yeah, I mean, I think no matter what the situation is, when it when it's when it's regarding like a heavy topic that has, you know, that a lot of people feel, uh, you know, a lot of anger or a lot of emotion towards, then you're going to get those extreme reactions from from social media, especially Twitter. Right. Because, I mean, no shade, but ain't nobody really for ch- checking for Facebook or anything like that. It's more so like, you know, people on Twitter uh, posting, uh, posting clips, posting think pieces on the whole situation. And there's a whole bunch of like different people being interviewed and just kind of giving their thoughts on it and everyone reposting those videos and kind of like co-signing certain things. And I think the biggest takeaway from this whole situation is that there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of nuance to these conversations and I think history does play, you know, does play a role in how, and how people like approach them, like how they approach these, uh, these situations and, or even like how to approach these conversations. Like it's, so it's something that I feel like people should always take into consideration, but, um, you know, I think, like I said, everyone's kind of allowed to really have their, you know their their emotions of, of regarding this whole situation but i think as far as like you know jumping to the extreme about uh gail and oprah being these like devils and stuff like that maybe <laughs> I, I i i personally wouldn't go there but like i said it did it did make me kind of side eye you know gail in that moment because obviously she's done some you know incredible interviews especially you know the one with with r kelly because that was like you know really kind of it was like cringeworthy to watch because of many reasons. And I'm not going to get into all of that, but, um, you know, just keep in mind that, you know, there's a lot of nuance and a lot of history that comes into play when it comes to these topics. And we don't want to make anyone ever feel like, uh, you know, that they're, 
their opinions towards uh, sexual assault or their feelings towards it isn't aren't valid because it's something that affects a lot of people and it affects a lot of people differently. So that's where I'll leave it at. Um, unless you have anything more to say on it. No. Also, Alrighty. what's up, Monique? <laughs> <laughs> I did see a Ooh. clip of her. I did see a clip of her. She was talking about uh, Mariah Carey on the set of Precious. Uh, I guess there was like during during one of like the intense scenes, uh, uh, Monique's character and uh, and Gabby Sidibe's character Precious had like makeup on, but Mariah didn't. So like off in between like uh, scenes, Mariah was like putting on makeup and Lee oh, was yeah. like yell at her or something. <laughs> Um, I did see that today, but, um, what I wish I, what I wish I didn't see, which I'm just going to end up muting this person. So, and I think I, I think I tweeted, I said, can I just mute or can y'all just mute, uh, Tariq Nasheed or whatever his name is, uh, because he has like a real obsession with, uh, the queer community. Um, he posted a, I mean, like it's, it's funny, but it's not. So he posted a picture of this sandwich it's a lettuce guacamole bacon and tomato sandwich um and it's which sounds fucking a, disgusting it it does it does sound gross um and i was a little offended by it but um the words i mean the letters lgbt are on it and it's kind of color it's decorated in this like rainbow packaging obviously you know the whole point of this uh the point of the packaging was obviously marketing and it's, you know, not the only thing that's ever been uh, marketed towards, uh, towards pride target does it for like a whole month. There's a bunch of stores that join in on the fun during pride month and they start selling like rainbow flags or putting rainbows on, you know, on a whole bunch of merch and people eat it up and buy that shit. Even Mariah Carey jumped in and was like, um, remember my album rainbow, um, happy pride month with some cute merch. Did you get any of the merch? No. I thought you did. I thought you said you wanted to. I, but, I, um, I'd said. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he posted the picture and with the caption, it was like, but, but, but there's no agenda in like the, in that little mocking uh, SpongeBob lettering where it's like, you know, someone's making fun of, of somebody. Um, you mean sarcasm font? yeah that's i guess that's what you want to call it (laughs) um so yeah so like i said i think he has this like weird obsession and i've seen his take on 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 homosexuality and and queer issues before so for me i'm just like you know what he's gonna get i'm just gonna mute him along with dr umar johnson and whoever else any everybody can get these everyone can get these mutes how about that so how do you feel about him i'm familiar (laughs) all righty so unless huey has anything else for this timeline we're gonna play a little game that we've played before on this show called um most likely to uh the game is simple i read a card wait 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 i think it's something it's something wait i think i had something one second one second oh never mind it was just the pussy guy does oh their their new uh video yeah i i I just wanted to know where the rest of them are uh, in the backtrack. <clears throat> just so, just so. It was a really nice video, though. It, it, uh, it was a very nice video. They, they, they moved their asses off. I was gonna say, so okay. I mean, I guess we can talk about it maybe because the Pussycat Dolls have always kind of been like Nicole in the front, and then sometimes Melody would give us uh, <laughs> uh, some background. She ad-libs. won't even hear. Well, she's not. Yeah, she didn't get invited back to the reunion. We know that. But um, <laughs> there's no shade. I, li- I liked her vocals on the first album. But um, yeah, no. So I feel like with this new song, like it's not bad. It's not something that I can potentially hear like while I'm out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just it sounds very much like bonus track. Um, it does. So the video was really, really good. Yeah, I mean, they're you know they've they've always brought it in terms of a. Uh, you know choreography and and sexiness and stuff like that so I'm, I'm i'm happy that they're back and i'm i can't wait to hear their new album but um you know i feel like this isn't the this isn't like this big old rollout comeback single that they thought it was going to be but. no i hope they weren't expecting something big from this because it just didn't warrant that and i hope they breaking off at least nil whatever check they might still owe her 
maybe she has maybe she was a writer me i don't know no nah, you don't remember she was like they stole don't you from her I and then it was like Elise Nell, and that's why my name on Twitter is uh, Elise Nell and the Assorted Flavor Stand account. Because <laughs> I, I did see that. I'll find the story and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So shout out to the Pussycat Dolls. Um, hey, Melody. Hope, um, hope you're doing well. But, um, all right. So let's get right into this game. So if you guys are you know, are new here, a couple, this is like maybe towards the beginning of, of the podcast. We, uh, we played a game called most likely to, and the game is simple. I read a card and, you know, I'll do one for, as an example, it'll say most likely to blue sh- sheets on bed. And then me and Huey have to discuss who we think, um, the card applies to bit. So, <clears throat> Because I'm the one that has the cards. I'm going to be reading them. So let's go right into it. All right. So who's most likely to possess superhuman bullshit capabilities? Superhuman bullshit capabilities? I'm just going to say you because I feel like you have more talents than you than you like to like, show off. I'll take that. Yeah, because I feel like Huey can like, kind of <laughs> sing, but he just doesn't sing, or he doesn't sing. I can, he doesn't no, want to sing. No, well. no, 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 no. That is a definite no. Let's see, I will not uh, own up to that because that is not a thing. We'll just see one day. One day when you're at karaoke, I feel like it's just gonna come <laughs> Shit. out. Alrighty, so moving on to the next one. Uh, <laughs> we'll drive three plus hours in hopes of hooking up <laughs> you excuse me <laughs> three plus hours <laughs> didn't you tell me you had a little thing in like atlanta or something huh was, maybe that wasn't you maybe that's somebody else i mean i've had some long distance shorties before but i mean we have actually i like, talk talked have you have you ever uh drove three hours for some dick i took a detour on a already road trip for some but again that was from somebody that i was talking to mm, i mean I'm, i still want to give this card to you um because i would mm, never and drive. i believe i believe the card said with hopes not two so. in hopes i would never be that hopeful to drive three hours <laughs> never so I feel like this card doesn't apply to anyone. Maybe. Okay, um, I'll take that. I'll take a, a neither one of us. I didn't know that was an option. It, I just made it one, so yeah. Okay, okay. Alrighty, okay. so next one. <laughs> just wants to cuddle. Mm. I, feel like, I feel like you're not a cuddler. I actually am. Let's see. Well, if but you guys... I feel like you're probably taking that one. All right, so we'll just ask the audience, um, tweet us both or one of us as you know who you think just wants to cuddle more, because um, I do enjoy it, but I feel like Huey is very, um, I feel like Huey loves like that kind of like home affection stuff. Huey doesn't like to be out with the PDA; he'd rather do it in the privacy of his own bedroom. Actually, I have no clue being out with the, the pda uh yeah i i i don't care uh yeah okay all right well that brings me to the next one um the next one <laughs> it kind of it's a good segue because the next one says has sex in public <laughs> me i feel like that was an admission on your end <laughs> yeah so- have I? Okay, so what does... Okay, when you... Let's let's break it down. Like, when you say oh, in public, do you mean, like, outside? Or do you mean, like, in a car? In a public place? Uh, some of the above. So, okay, what if it's, like, in the car, in a parking lot, like a grocery store? Wait, how are we defining sex? Oh, it could be either, you know, oral or... Uh, or you know, full blown. Oh, whatever. okay. So let's see. 
uh, car. Let's see, back of an IKEA parking lot. IKEA parking lot. Yeah. Uh, in front of my, uh, I guess my ex girlfriend's house. Um, and it's been a couple of uh car sessions with randos. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just boring. Uh, and that just says cars. Boring boring bobby over here i'm just like oh in my car and that's pretty much it although has there ever been and yeah, yeah it, it, it's been a, um i've had a locker room wrong for a few a locker room yeah like in in college or like the gym in the gym oh wow oh wow okay um so i guess we both get that one um you worked in the gym too no, not in the gym, but just in, uh, in the public. I've no, that seems that's that gives me too much uh where you amateur, have, where, where amateur you porn. Things at? No. <laughs> that's that's what it gives me is is amateur porn, but um I feel like it'd be too much of a too much of a risk people catching you. That's what the handicap bathroom stall is for. Okay, so we're gonna move on before we assign anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a spacious one. <laughs> See, no, I I get why you would do it, but it's it doesn't necessarily justify it. No, not really, because that's that's a bathroom designated. No, for I'm, I'm people. saying no, it doesn't justify it at all. I was agreeing. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So next, we got a few more, and then we'll wrap this game up because clearly this is dangerous. Um. All right. So the next one says spends all day interpreting a text you this i mean it kind of used to be me um at least like these days i don't do it so much anymore because i don't really have much of an exciting life um but um at least right now my life will get very exciting by the time the summer comes i will promise that um i'm gonna have i'm gonna have drama on drama i'm gonna have Nicki minaj drama which we're not gonna get into hey Um, queen radio was dope today for the first time i heard malibu mitch and Something about the tone of her voice makes my loins just spasm. Um, See, this was a trigger word. I knew is the moment I said Nikki, it was going to... Huey's like a... He's like a borderline barb. Uh, hashtag Team Minaj. I'm old school, my nigga. Get it right. <laughs> oh, Back man. when she was signing boobs, I, I got my boobs signed. Like, that's how OG I am. I'm so I'm so glad. Shout out to 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 your right fave who loves to create beef before right she drops a single. So the next card... no, but she she's actually chilling. She is minding her goddamn black ass Onika Tanya Mirage business. Is she uh, really though, Huey? Yes, yes. Okay. This episode of Queen Radio was it was so fun and lighthearted, and she just sounds happy. And thank God for better management. She needed that white man to help her. Uh, and 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 she just seemed like she's chilling right now and it was no mess she was like she was going to give out cocksucker the day award or whatever and then she gave it out at the end and she was like it was for all the people who thought that she really was going to have one or some shit like that and she just seemed so happy and and it was no drama it was no mess just a good time she had a cypher on there and it reminded me of that letter on the read when a girl was talking about when, you know, they in, on a smoke session and they're like, yo, you want to hear this beat or the freestyle? And then they, they smoke and the holding the blunt and shit. That's what it made me think about. But it was actually good. Um, Like I said, Malibu Mitch was on there and I heard her rap and freestyle for the first time. And I'm a, a fan now. And yeah. Just want to say that that award that she gives out is low-key homophobic. So your, your fave is is such a um she's such an ally um so the next card is probably has super that kinky was petty dreams and low low and petty probably has super kinky dreams you because you're petty that, that what does being petty have to do with having super kinky dreams i feel like you're the more experienced one out of the two of us i do enough to not have to dream about it Oh, oh, okay. So we're going there. All right. <laughs> so now, actually, I don't have nasty dreams. I actually probably have 
only had like one wet dream in my whole life. Really? Yeah, and that was when I was a teenager. Um, my yeah, dream old and cold. Listen, <laughs> come for heart, me. I gotta no. come for you. It's on what, site. What, whatever the kids what, say. What, what, what came Michelle say? I got a hot pocket and a cold heart. <laughs> no, <laughs> but no. Like I just, I never. If I do have them, I never remember them. Okay, um, okay. Like I and I think that there's something wrong with me because I, I could probably count all the ones I can remember having on one hand. And I'm okay. a whole 29 years old. See, I feel like when I was in high school, I would have those kind of dreams. Not so much anymore. Uh, recently, it's been a lot of like uh, dark and kind of graphic uh, dreams. Like uh, there's probably a lot to say right now, but I actually had a dream that I watched someone get like tortured last night. Um, oh, it was it was it and was that was very dark. Oh, it was very it was very <laughs> was dark. Like... And you found yeah. it kinky? No, no, no. I'm saying I, I don't. I used to have kinky dreams when I was a teenager. Not, not so much these days. My, my dreams have been more dark. You know, more. So recently. They're more sadistic. Yeah, I mean, either way, you still get this card. So, um, <laughs> all right. So we got three more, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, <laughs> thinks they're a philosopher after one drink. Me, I'm gonna say you. I mean, I've, I haven't. I've I haven't had the pleasure to be around you on while you're under the influence, but I feel like you are the type to drink and to have like a lot to say. I mean, it'll probably be good, like good things coming out of your mouth, but I feel like you are that person that likes to uh converse, you know, converse. I can get chatty. <laughs> I um, can get chatty. I mean, for not it's not so much when I uh when I drink, if it's when I do other things that you'll get more of like a talkative uh, Frankie. Typically when I'm drunk, I'm just like, turn the music up. I don't want to hear nothing. That too. That too. Alrighty. So we got two more. Um, <laughs> and these both kind of uh, are party themed. So the first one says, uh, always tries to convince friends to do drugs with them. You. I'm not. Well, okay. So if we're saying... If we're putting the categories of like weed and alcohol as drugs, then yeah, maybe because I like to ha I like to have fun. And I like to know that other people around me are having fun. And um, I'm but I wouldn't, I wouldn't push anything on somebody if I knew that they just weren't the type to do it. And I'm stingy, so I probably won't even offer. If I do, I'm feeling really nice. Yeah, he was like, do you know how much this costs? Did you put in on this? <laughs> you ain't put in on this, man. <laughs> oh man okay so we got uh one more um this one's pretty funny because this was always been this has kind of always been like a i don't want to say a dream or a fantasy but it's something that i kind of wish i had the opportunity to do so this one says cause dibs on people at parties now i've never really had this moment happen to me because typically when it comes to you know queer interaction it's always like i gotta wait until midnight for that you know what you do in text when i'm already home and away from the party it's never really like me walking into a party like oh yeah i got him right there let me talk let me go talk to him that's that's not really how it's ever worked for me yeah I've, i haven't had that moment either but i also don't go out much uh and when I do, I'm probably not looking to pull anybody. I'm probably just ready to come home. Yeah, he was uh, like, he was like, I'm just here for the cake. Um, I'm just here home. to leave. <laughs> I am just here to leave. Like, right, like my, sorry, my, sorry, I'm late. I just didn't want to come, but I had to. But I had to come so that I could leave, so that I could leave. Exactly. I can't leave if I don't come. Oh man, this game obviously uh, it's um you know it's it's fun to play, but it's a lot more fun to play in person with multiple people. So hopefully sure. you get a chance to do that in the future, or even hey, in person, um with like a if guest we do or something. It in person, so yeah, get Leap Green, whoever we can have a little game yeah. night thing. He likes to be messy, so I feel like this game would be perfect for him. Oh gosh, if he listens, I'm so sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> He knows we love him. Yeah, having a nice little game night and, and yeah, fun. All righty then. So you got anything else you want to say before we wrap this shit up? 
Um, nah, man, be good to yourselves and others, man. Be kind to yourselves and others. Uh, I do have something to say. So remember, if you guys listened to last week's episode, me and Huey talked about um, Hips Don't Lie and how that song was like, uh, you know, like Wyclef's song with... Uh, yeah, Wyclef and Claudette. Yes. So I listened to the song and it actually, it's a really good, it's a really good song. Um, it's, it leans more towards like hip hop. Shakir's was a lot more like, it kind of leaned more toward like a reggaeton or whatever. But anyway, um, so I looked it up and I was like, Oh, Shakira, this song is just like the way they worded it was, it's like heavily sampled. So it's kind of similar to what, mariah used to do with her remixes where she would you know kind of like uh you know take like the melody of of an old song and also the the instrumental and kind of play around with heavily it. Now, sampled my dick they probably like <laughs> like <laughs> threw another <laughs> instrumental to in there but it's it's practically the same thing ain't no it's, heavily I mean, sampled it really is though because it's literally like i mean like huey said it's like it's pretty much the same song. Uh, it's just kind of reworked a little bit differently. And Shakira's parts are different from uh, from Claudette's. Yeah, so but a lot it's... of the melodies are the same and all that stuff. Regardless, that that it, that's more than heavily sampled. But it does. I mean, it's it's not like it's an exact copy though, because the like I said, the first Wyclef's first version was a little bit more hip hop. Uh, as far as the instrumental was going, like was concerned, and Shakira's a little bit had a little bit of a different instrumentation. So but they it was the same they beat. they took out the percussion and added some guitar. Either way, yeah. <laughs> it was the same shit. Alrighty, so that being said we're gonna wrap this shit up thank you guys so much for listening uh you guys can find the podcast on spotify apple Podcasts. leave a review we love five star reviews um even if they're a little shady sometimes which i'm going to tell you about one after we record um (laughs) (laughs) um we're on google play we're on a whole bunch of other things um you guys can follow me at Frankie L. Rivera on Twitter, Instagram, Frankie.L.Rivera, and my photography Instagram, underscore box guy. Huey, where can they find you? On Twitter and on the Instagram at Baby Huey. That's B A E B Y H U E Y. All right. And if you guys have any inquiries or any questions you guys want to have us answer on the show, send them to houseofhusepod at gmail.com or you can DM us both. Uh, doesn't really matter. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, I don't know. I don't think we have any announcements. Uh, yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. So Huey, close us out. Category close, bitches. We out of her. Peace. You can have me, never to say.